Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the creator of Submission Support, our monthly membership to help you curate and submit your next wedding. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. Today, I'm chatting with Angela Shea all about the power of using reels in your business. Angela helps us understand why reels are important, how video is here to stay, and how to start getting great behind-the-scenes content for your reels. A little bit about Angela before we get started is that she was destination wedding photographer for over 10 years before launching her Instagram management company, which has now morphed into Social Templates Co. Social Templates Co. is a community of creatives where members have access to high-quality, done-for-you social media resources, which allows Angela to serve more creatives and help more like-minded people. And after you listen to today's episode, you can sign up and become a member. And when you use the code Janae at checkout, you'll receive your first month free. How nice is that? Thanks, Angela. So let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Angela, can you say hi to everybody? Hey there. Thanks so much for having me today. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here too. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm super pumped because today we're going to be talking all about the power of reels for your business. And Angela, you are an expert on this. I'm so thrilled (laughs) that you're here. Um, Where are you located again? Southern California. No, the best place in the world. (laughs) Oh, amazing. You get all the pretty light. I'm so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, before we dive in and before I ask you all the questions, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your business, and how you got started. Sounds great. Thanks again for having me on today. Um, So I started back in 2009 um, as a wedding photographer. So I started shooting weddings professionally when I was 19, did that for over a decade um, back when, you know, blogging was just popular and, um, you know, all the beautiful blogs and um, submissions were like a big thing. 
I loved to see like Pinterest come to life and all that. So that was like a fun time to enter the industry. Um, had two kids when I was really young, back to back and was shooting and um, kind of ran into this, you know, the thing that I think a lot of our us moms struggle with anxiety, depression, um, balance of working and managing kids and all the things and kind of hit a wall there with burnout and just felt really depressed for a while. And then in 2016, finally made a conscious decision to start taking on less weddings and kind of transition out of that. Actually had like a big personal, like mental uh, meltdown where I was like, all right, I need a big change. I need a sabbatical, took a break. We actually, that's when we moved to Southern California um, and I started taking on less and less weddings and transitioned into helping other photographers with their social media since I wasn't shooting so much and I was very familiar with the space. And so around that time was when Angela Shea Instagram management was kind of organically born, um, started, you know, hiring other people to help me with running the agency. And um, that was doing really well. And then in the last two years, kind of saw this huge shift with photographers needing help with reels and, you know, small businesses and wedding industry professionals. Um, and we've kind of been on this mission of solving this problem of how we can help um, these small business owners with their reels while not making it, you know, super time consuming and really complicated. And so reels has been kind of our newest, biggest project. And we're really excited about the things that we're working on and what we're doing for the community. And the feedback has been really great. So that's how Social Templates was born, which is where we are right now. And we are providing um, real templates for photographers. And we have a caption subscription product as well. That's all geared towards like the photo industry, um, helping photographers, just because I'm really comfortable in this space and have been around for well over a decade. So that's awesome. And to be totally transparent, you guys, I am a member of the Social Templates Co. And just so you know, it's amazing. We'll get all into that. But before, you know, I wanted her, Angela, to be here to sort of talk about that because Reels as wedding photographers is a struggle. <laughs> like, you know, with the Instagram change and putting video first and photographers freaking out. I really wanted to have this topic. So I'm really excited that you're here. So thanks for doing that, <laughs> for being here. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So let's jump in. So let's talk about a reel. Like what are reels? Like if people don't, I don't know, living under a rock, you know, what, what is a reel? So reels are basically the only video format right now that's on Instagram because in the last, I think, year, they've completely transitioned and took all the video format and converted it to reels. Um, it's mostly a vertical uh, video format that looks a little bit like, well, that basically is a knockoff of TikTok videos <laughs> yeah. um, and YouTube shorts. And it's, you know, how photographers and basically anybody that's creating videos gets discovered. It's how your video shows up on Explore. It's short form video videos that are vertical and engaging and basically all the hype right now. Yeah, totally. And Instagram, we're in 2023 recording this. So in 2022, <laughs> they said that Instagram was no longer a photo sharing app. It was going to be really heavily geared towards video, but they've thus sort of 
walked that back a little bit and said, no, it's going to be 50-50 now. So, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's important to be using reels. And I think that's, you know, part of the whole, I don't know, the mindset and the mainframe of Instagram is that it's going to be 50% photos, 50% reels. So if you're not using 50% of the program, you're kind of missing out, right? Yeah. And a little bit on that. So I think, you know, there's been a lot of pushback from photographers for sure. Um, I wanted to correct you there and hopefully this is not offensive. I don't think it's ever going to be 50, 50. I think Mm -hmm. we really want it to be. And yes, the CEO of Instagram did come back at the end of last year and say, Hey, I think we pushed video too far. We want to come back and bring photo more, but here's kind of like what's happening in the world in general. Um, as a society, like as just humans, video has kind of like taken over in a different way than it has ever before, as far as just like having streaming available on your phones everywhere and people, you know, wanting to be entertained and attention span is really short. And just the way that we are consuming digital content has been different. And although like, you know, we still like photos, naturally people are gravitating more toward just spending their time on video, especially TikTok and YouTube shorts and reels because they're quick, they're mindless. You're not like getting into a series or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, you can kind of zone out, you know, for 15 minutes, you know, sometimes you get trapped, you're there for an hour (laughs) scrolling these things. Um, But video content, I think the main thing to understand is it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Instagram is never going to go back to like what it used to be as much as a lot of us want it to. I think the biggest um, thing for small business owners and photographers to embrace is this change has already happened. You kind of just have to get with the program, right? Like it, you have to keep up with the video format and it sucks because it's a lot of work to have to, you know, be a photographer, be running your business. And then on top of that, be investing into content creating and finding a way as a photographer to show up in this video space. Um, but yeah, video content, it's not going anywhere. And photographers just have to find a way to basically implement it into their marketing strategy that, okay, now I have to find a way to show up in this space somehow and get recognized. And like marketing is coming this way. Um, like this is what we're doing now in 2023. And it might shift, you know, in the future and might be all sorts of other um, submersive 3D experiences and all that, but reels are kind of, you know, the thing now. So it's, it's the primary tool for being discovered by new people and new accounts and new creators and new clients and brides. Um, And so if you're looking for a way, you know, for your work to be discovered, to meet new potential clients, you want to be showing up in this space. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, correct me when I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Not offensive at all. That's why you're here. Yeah, definitely. And I 100% agree and acknowledge that things will never go back to the way they were. And, you know, change is hard, but change is also good. So I think I remember when stories came out and I hate, I was so mad about stories. I was like, this is so stupid. And now I love it. (laughs) Right, right. It's the same thing with Reels. It was like, okay, well, there was IGTV, which is how like T with Janae started. And that's all gone. And now Reels is like, I have fully embraced it and figured out a way 
for me and my business that I am comfortable using it. Mm-hmm. And I think that people listening just kind of have to find their own way and what works for them um, to use it in their own business, you know, like to use it to their best advantage. So, you know, now that we kind of know, we know what a reel is, we know that's important, we know that we should be using it, you know, what kind of content should we be including in our reels? You know, what? How, where do we even start? Um, okay, so I think the best, uh, like this uh, feedback or advice is going to be just geared specifically towards uh, photographers and wedding photographers. Because I, you know, for every niche, there's going to be a different approach. And I'm just going to focus on this because, yeah. you know, that's who we're t- speaking to here today. Um, so I wanted to talk specifically, um, you know, to people that are shooting and putting their work out there. So a portion of your reels should definitely be showing off your work. Um, this is how you're going to show your portfolio. This is how you're going to entice people to come to your profile, to head to your website, to book with you. So definitely, you know, there's, there's a lot of like funny reels, there's, um, educational stuff. Like, and if you are a photographer that wants to book clients, you have to show reels that have some of your photography work. Maybe it's combined with some behind the scenes footage and then the final results. Maybe it's a before and after of an edit you did. Um, but definitely include your photography work for those reels specifically, never make them really long. Um, my personal suggestion is keep it to six, seven seconds, nothing longer, shorter is even better. Fast paced, um, really engaging, never hold a photo for more than two seconds because attention span is short. And then these should just be like little tools to entice people to come and see more of your work, right? You're like, here's a little taste of a wedding I just did this weekend. Here's previews, here's sneak peeks. And then people know that if they want to see more, they can go to your page. Um, obviously, I think combining any type of BTS content um, from a shoot, from a wedding with photo um, is probably better because it puts a little bit more context of where these you know photos are coming from. And then you can add text of like, here's you know me at a destination wedding or here's an elopement we de- did um, this weekend, and then combining that with your photo work, it feels more organic to this type of content because reels have a lot of raw video in there. And um, the whole approach with reels is trying to make it, you know, have more of a authentic, raw, natural approach. Um, a lot of where we're seeing on Instagram reels is coming from TikTok and TikTok is kind of setting the trends for that. Like the younger generation is kind of sending, uh, setting the trends for us of what we should be posting on our reels. Yeah. Um, whether we like it or not, that's just, you know, all the, all the trends are coming from there. And sometimes we'll see like stuff on Instagram. It's like slightly delayed. Um, but it's also like, you can also predict on like, okay, what are the trends are going to be like, this is what's happening on TikTok right now. How is this going to carry over into Instagram? Um, and so including, you know, some behind the scenes from a shoot is really great. Also, your regular day-to-day life, um, you're editing at a computer, you're stopping by your favorite coffee shop for your midday coffee pick-me-up, um, your morning routine, your dog hanging out by your desk while you're editing, you know, maybe how you balance being a mom and also shooting and editing and what that looks like. People want to buy from brands they are emotionally connected to. And so when you can incorporate that into your reels, where you can incorporate your personality, 
behind the scenes, my heart on my sleeve. This is how much I pour into my business. Um, people are just going to naturally kind of gravitate towards like wanting to get to know you more and have that emotional connection. One example I like to use a lot is, you know, if a bride follows three photographers who have equally amazing work, and then one of those photographers shares their personality, their um, behind the scenes, they kind of let you in on this journey of who they are, who's the person behind the brand. And then the other two, they have a polished grid. They have the most stunning work. Everything looks like a portfolio piece, um, but there's no personality. When she's going to go to book, like make that emotional decision of who she's going to book and um, who she's going to want as her wedding photographer, she's going to feel like that connection to the photographer that she already knows, whether she she's like never met them before, but there's that like deeper underlying there where like, okay, I feel really connected to this person. I know how much they care about their work. Um, I know their dog's name, you know, they're, I see this mom just like hustling so hard that's trying to do it all. And naturally she just gravitates towards booking with this person that shares, um, you know, their heart. And so I think um, one of the things a lot of photographers get stuck on is having that perfect curated grid on Instagram because that's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And people now, are they just want more authentic- authenticity. They want to know, you know, and support the brands they're buying from. They want to be excited about getting, you know, to know their photographer and following them along and, you know, working with somebody that whose brand they've supported for a while. Yeah. So anytime. I, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I think it's, it's, uh, from an app for me, I feel like it stems from TikTok, right? Like TikTok people are on shower, they have no makeup, like they're very, it feels very raw and real. And they just make these, these TikToks. And I feel like that kind of is moving over to reels where they want you to be yourself. You know, not everything is perfect. Not everything is uh, perfectly manicured, like your feet. And, and I feel that, that push and pull, you know, like they want you to be yourself. And I th- I think it comes from TikTok. I, I agree. A hundred percent. And I think the photographers that have been in the industry longer, they struggle with this probably the most because back, you know, 2010, 2009, we were told different. We were like taught that everything has to be kind of like perfect and your brand has to carry out through across all these different platforms and you have to present yourself in a certain way. And so I feel like us that have been in the industry longer really struggle with kind of like rewiring our brain into like, okay, now all of this feels really like too perfect and there's not a personality that's attached to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's like a little bit of that that's happening. I think the other thing that's been carried over from, or like the biggest trend we're going to be seeing in 2023 for real is story time or storytelling in a way where, you know, you see these young kids get on and they're just like, all right, get ready with me. Let me tell you about the situation that happened. Get ready with me. I'm going to talk about this and that. And we're going to start seeing more and more of that where people are going to be hopping on. They're going to be, you know, more just like authentic and doing story time because people want to like some, something about story time is just like really engaging and enticing since yeah. we were kids, right? We've always loved story time. So 
now story times kind of become this uh, trend. I don't know how long it'll stay around, but we're definitely going to see a lot more of story time on reels um, kind of transition over to Instagram um, and this year as well. Yeah. And I was going to ask you like, so because you have social templates for reels, like you have to really pay attention to all this stuff. Like how do you manage that? Like just like on a personal level, like are you just always watching what's happening on TikTok and then what's all happening on reels and, and making notes of it? Like you tell us what's popular, <laughs> you know, like how do you manage that? Um, it's, it's a lot, honestly. Um, I, one of the great things is because we still have our Instagram management agency, we have access to a lot of accounts. And so I'm able to, you know, look at trends, not just from my own account that's curated and like all photography focused, but going in through different accounts and seeing, you know, what is happening in Explore, seeing all the different trends. But yes, I am on Instagram every single day, um, seeing, you know, kind of like what's going on and um, checking out TikTok and I'm following accounts that um, kind of give us regular updates on trends that are happening. So it's, Honestly, it's a lot to keep up with, but these changes, they don't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So if I'm consistently, you know, throughout the week, really aware of what I'm seeing or which way the trend is shifting, it'll usually take a few weeks for something to completely, you know, transition or become a trend or even like with the music that we're selecting, the trending audios, a trending audio will linger anywhere from three months to six months. Sometimes it'll die off and come back. And so we we do have to watch for a lot of the trending audios and especially you know knowing what's going to perform well with the photo community or what can be used in the photo community for you know the photography type of reels um and it's yeah it's literally um just a lot of hard work of like keeping up and studying all the trends and analyzing what's doing good and what's doing better and how the shift is happening and how our templates need to adjust to these shifts and it's been this balance of you know, photographers will ask for certain things. Sometimes they'll ask for, like, we want music that's not so overused. And then there's like this educational part of like, well, that's, that's the point of trending audios. It is overused music that everyone is using, which is why it's trending, which is why you're going to get better engagement with it. Or, you know, they'll request something for like a slow romantic reel. And we have to explain that slow and romantic is not the format for reels. Like that's just, there's certainly certain types of slow and romantic reels that will do well, especially if you have like aerial shots or something in slow motion. But if we do slow and romantic photos that just linger there for a while, like yeah. it's not going to perform well. And so it's a balance of providing like what the community wants versus like, no, this is what you need. This is what you should be doing. Right. You're the expert. You tell us. We have to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also want to make sure that, you know, we are providing what people are looking for, but also yeah. educating at the same time. Totally. No, yeah, I have, you know what, it always, it's so funny, because I'll post a reel, and nothing will happen. I'm like, all right, nobody saw that. That's super. And literally, like two, three weeks later, it will start blowing up. And I'm like, this is so funny, because, like, in my opinion, I, I don't, time my posting of the reels because it literally doesn't matter because mm -hmm. it will go it will start getting traction two three weeks later and it it's just so funny it's just such a different beast and it's just such a different virality about it you know like 
what you were saying, tr- the audio can go away and then come back. I've had that happen too, where mm-hmm. I've been early to a trend or early to a clip, audio clip for Tea with Janae. And then two months later, it'll have like a hundred likes when I wake up. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, so it's, it's just like, it never ends basically. You know, it's, it's like a, it's very alive. I feel like it's not a photo that you post and hopefully you get likes and it goes away. Like a reel can live almost kind of forever, right? Yeah. And that's the great thing about reels. Like they can keep showing up on explore for many months. I've had a reel that still gets likes on it. Um, just like from my personal page, um, from, I think it was a year ago now that it just keeps growing and growing. And, um, it just, you know, sometimes if it's the right type of content, it just, it doesn't go away. And and you're right. Like when you make something that's really going to perform well with the type of audience that you're trying to um, attract, it'll just kind of live on, which is so much better than a photo that you post um, to your feed. And then it, you know, has that 24, 48 hour lifespan. And then it just hangs out in your profile. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even... Instagram, uh, I can write a book about it. I just have given up on like even trying to figure it out. I just do what I want now. I'm like, I'm just, this is making me happy. I'm going to post when I want, do what I want, make the reels that I want. And I'm going to get the client that I want because it's just, it's just too hard to like figure it out. But, you know, I think I want to go back to the behind the scenes stuff because I feel like this is really important. And all last year, and the last two years, my assistants have been taking video of me working behind the scenes. And that really has helped me make reels whenever I want because I have the content. You know, I have mm-hmm. like all this content on my phone and I haven't even used a portion of it. Like I can always pull because there's some new part of the day. I had this reel that's actually doing well now where the couple rented a, ta- a vintage taxi cab in New York oh, City. Cute. And I did a, I did video. I was smart enough and remembered to do a video of them inside the taxi cab. Um, and they just kissed and it was cute. And then I made a reel over it uh, with a really great audio that I like. And now it's like picking up, you know, two, three weeks later, it's like getting all these likes. So I just, let's talk about behind the scenes because I feel like this is something that one, people forget to do and two, feel uncomfortable doing, but it, it really can help. So let's, let's start. What are your thoughts about that? First of all, so good on your part that you are, you know, taking the time to actually record stuff and you have it saved on your phone. Like, good job there. Um, I think a lot of photographers need to have a system of how, you know, they store this stuff because what happens is maybe they do get content on their phone and then they also have, you know, 700 photos of their kids (laughs) on their phone as well or you know their dog or whatever (laughs) and then you sit down to do a reel and you open you know your your app and you're like well I had footage here somewhere I don't know I think I remember I had a another great shoot I did in the spring last year but I don't know where this footage is so I you know for photographers to be able to consistently create reels I think it's really important to have a system and to know exactly where you're going to find that footage so if it's on your phone my suggestion is create a folder and just add your footage to that folder. Just call it content for reels, right? And drop your content in there regularly so that when you do go to create the reels, you can select the folder and you can pull specifically from there. And you're kind of building out this library 
um, as you go. And it doesn't feel so overwhelming when you're not having to swipe through. I think I have 30,000 photos on my phone at the moment. So, you know, creating anything is a little overwhelming. And if you can even like drop that content into Dropbox folder or Google Drive, so then you could have an assistant even helping with that. You could say, you know, you could outsource reels to a virtual assistant somewhere where, you know, there's a lot of content creators now that are helping with reels. Um, and there's like a lot of different services where you can just share this folder. Hey, I'm dropping my content in here. Here's what you can use. Or for yourself, you know, if some people feel overwhelmed having to pull from their phone. You can organize things by shoots, by fields. So that's my first advice is systematize it, organize it so that you set yourself up for success when you do have to make reels. Mm-hmm. And on that note, like I feel like photographers should make it like a part of their delivery process or not even maybe delivery process, but everybody has a process of how they deliver content to their client, right? You have like sneak peeks, you have favorites, you have maybe a slideshow, final photos, and then maybe a blog submission, whatever your kind of process is for each client, there needs to be a little slot inserted in 2023 that says reels. Um, whether it's you send out your sneak peeks, you do use those same sneak peeks and create a reel. Um, you know what, even if it's a family shoot and it's just, um, a little bit of, you know, snippets of the family walking through a field and it's golden light, they're gonna wanna share this on their social as well. Yeah. So when you create a reel for this family shoot or wedding sneak peeks, the couples, the bridal party, the family members, everybody's gonna share that. And there's still that either like wedding buzz or that like high post shoot where they want to share like, oh, look, this is our cute family. This is what our photographer like sent us sneak peeks. And that's how you're going to get really good engagement on your particular reel because, you know, they're going to be sending, they're going to be resharing it. People are going to be coming and looking at your work. Um, That's really important. And then also, you know, once you get comfortable with that system, all of a sudden like reels don't become so hard and overwhelming it's like okay i've got sneak peeks this is like what i do i create a reel you know if this fits the vibe of what i want to be booking more of in the future um and then as far as just getting better bts content and that all in general um one of my biggest i guess tips for wedding photographers is make it your second shooter's job to capture your BTS. So I think you mentioned too, that you've had an assistant that comes out with you. Um, Your second shooter, you know, is there to assist you and help you with the day and capture it. They're shooting, you know, groom getting ready or those wide shots, details, and then just add it to their list, have a conversation with them before the day starts. Like, hey, you're here as a second shooter. It's your responsibility to capture bts for me to use in my reels after this wedding here's what it should look like like i want this this and this type of content you completely transfer the responsibility of you having to think about capturing bts content but that at the end of the day your second shooter has that content you guys can just airdrop it to each other airdrop it to the planner the florist that's there like they're gonna love you um they're gonna remember you right this is better than let me take you out for a coffee and show you my portfolio this is like hey I know you worked harder for this wedding. Here's free BTS content. Go market yourself, right? Mm-hmm. They'll remember this. 
Um, and so put that responsibility on your second shooter so that they completely take, um, take chart, take over that for you. Yeah. If you don't have a second shooter, um, there's also ways of just having your phone like in your back pocket or in your camera bag where you can seamlessly integrate shooting on your camera and on your phone without making it feel like you're taking away from the couple's experience. I actually worked with a photographer as a second shooter for a little while, um, kind of when I was like transitioning and not booking my own stuff anymore that did this really well, where she would shoot portraits or, you know, like throughout the day, the bride's getting ready. And then she would pull out her phone, like simultaneously as she got that shot on her um, digital camera, she'd pull out her phone and say, all right, now something for Instagram. All right, now for the phone. I have never heard a bride say, no, 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 I don't want that iPhone stuff. Don't shoot with your phone or like even act as if like she's taken away from her experience because all the brides were like, oh my gosh, are you going to drop this to me at the end of the day? Can I have these at the end of the day? Tag me when you post this. Everybody's excited to have that content. And so I think as the photographer, kind of gets more comfortable with doing that every single wedding or every single event of like, hey, here's the stuff on the digital camera. It's now something for the phone. If the photographer feels confident and as if like, this is how it's done, this is how I do it with all of my clients. Obviously, um, these couples, they get used to seeing a lot of behind the scenes on stories and they want to see themselves there, right? They're like, they want to be like, oh yeah, my photographer is going to post my wedding on their stories as well. And they feel excited about that. And so just practicing that and making it not like an awkward thing um, is definitely going to help a lot. Um, another, uh, I think, really easy one is pay your 15-year-old cousin or, you know, nephew $100 for the day and just have them come out and shoot some BTS for you if you can't afford like a full-time assistant for the day. These young kids, they know their way around a camera. They'll gladly, you know, carry your bag or your water and shoot some iPhone footage for a little bit. And then it's like a more affordable way to make sure you get all your content. They're happy. You have an assistant and you don't have to worry about it yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely would get someone who, like, a, a, someone who's familiar with weddings and, you know, who can be your assistant, carry your bags and stuff and just know, like, not to get in the way of the of the couple and to be quiet and stuff like that so yeah definitely like have a pep talk <laughs> yeah go, yeah for sure if you go the family route but yeah, yeah, yeah. there are definitely assistants out there um you know i get asked all the time for people to work with me and how can they help they want to be a second shooter and i'm always like well you got to be an assistant first before you even can get hold a camera when we work together so let's see how you do that way so it's so and it could be a good um sort of what I want to say, you know, um, practice run, you know, so if they get good content for you, then maybe they can move up. But yeah, I, I definitely an assistant for me personally has been the way to go because my second shooter is busy. You know, I want them to have time to focus and, and work. But I think mm -hmm. if you don't have an assistant asking your second to do it, you know, uh, during special times or when you need something, is is great too and you know the phones today i will say they're so much easier to use because even if you just if you have an iphone i don't know about samsung sorry but if you have an iphone you can just click the, the camera buttons on the front when it's locked and if you hold it down long enough it just starts taking video so like they don't even have to do much do you know what i mean 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. on, on the camera, uh, phone camera stuff, I actually want to mention a couple things. So there's also really easy ways to elevate your footage that you're shooting in your camera phone that will make it look so much better than somebody, you know, a guest at the wedding next to you that's trying to capture the same BTS. <laughs> um, so first of all, always wipe your lens. Just a quick, like, wipe your camera lens. You might have a fingerprint on it. Um, so there's, like, not any kind of residue. It's really quick. And once you get in the habit, like, I don't even pick up my phone, like, lift up my phone without wiping the camera yeah. lens anymore. Same. And then change your camera settings to 60 frames per second. It, there's um, So when you open your camera app, up on the top right corner, usually it's set to 30 frames per second automatically. If you just tap on the 30, it automatically switches to 60 and then 4K. 4K, obviously, if you want to go that route, is great too. But 60 frames per second is usually just enough. It gives you really buttery, smooth footage. Um, and like the difference between the two, obviously the file size is a lot bigger, but visually, like, you're like, wow, like, why does this feel like it's just so buttery smooth and has that cinematic feel? And then also when shooting with your camera, with your phone camera, biggest tip is to just slow down, like take a deep breath. Um, don't make any like quick panning. I think the thing that we see a lot from photographers is like a quick pan of like the table setting or a quick pan of the venue. And I think in the moment, a lot of photographers are like, oh, I'm just going to grab this real quick. Um, I'm on a time rush or whatever. Um, and we don't even realize how bad a pan looks, even sometimes after we get home and we pull up that footage about to post it to our stories or reels. And you're like, oh, wow, that's like really fast. It kind of is dizzy and um, blurry. And it, one thing you'll notice professional videographers that film weddings is they don't do a lot of panning. It's almost like they pick a scene and they just like linger there for a couple seconds and mm -hmm. slow down the movement. You can, you can still, you know, pan somewhat, but there's, you know, there's more, your footage is going to feel so much more quality when you kind of just pick a spot, hang out there and um, slow it down. All of a sudden it feels just so elevated and you almost like can't pinpoint like, wait, why is that so elevated? Yeah. I love that. Those are good tips. So 60 frames per second, 4k, and slow down. <laughs> yes. I love it. So let's, so let's jump into and talk about social templates for reels. Uh, you know, cause when this is how we met, you approached me and I was like, Oh, this sounds incredible. Like what? I don't have to think about the audio. I don't have to think about the template. I, all I have to do is put in my stuff, use Instagram and, and then it's done. I was like, this is a game changer because I was a member of a, another reels um membership which i no longer am but that was just for I ideas that. yeah that was just for like ideas um and it was just about trending audio how to use it and how to make the reel it wasn't a template of like how you have it so when so let's talk about that how did you start it and and, and tell us about it well first of all thank you so much for i being excited about trying it out um so when we originally started um you know, with experimenting with reels, we were doing Instagram management for our photographer clients. And I was trying to figure out a way to make these reels for our, our clients. Cause we were obviously seeing this thing explode. Um, and every, we realized that like every individual reel takes a long time to make. So back, I think it was March 
of last year, maybe even further ago, I launched the first version of kind of like the templates where I had a Shopify store and we would create each individual template and photographers could go on our page, choose a template that they liked, upload all of their content, submit it to us. We would manually make it on the back end and email them a reel within 24 hours. Um, and that felt like, wow, like a game changer. Like we came up with something, send us your content, we'll make a reel for you. Um, but it wasn't, you know, sustainable because a lot of photographers were getting very overwhelmed with having to like find all this content for us, upload it, send it to us. And then it was more expensive to do it that way. And we, you know, there was just like, we, it wasn't the most effective system. And when, um, Instagram released the, uh, use template feature, this is when we realized that photographers, a lot of complaints we were getting is they don't want to use an outside app. They're mm -hmm. already like really overwhelmed with a lot of things. They want their reels to be made straight in Instagram, the original format. Instagram wants it to stay on Instagram. They don't want you using other apps too. <laughs> um, and so that's when we kind of started experimenting with that and being like, all right, so we have this template feature within Instagram. How can we utilize this to make photographers' lives easier? We also saw you know, this really big demand in the market where photographers just didn't know how to not spend hours on reels. Mm -hmm. And the hardest part is syncing the music to the beat. You have all these images and you find this like really edgy song with like a really great beat. And then you have to manually sync it. That takes hours, especially right. if it's like a really fun, long reel that's like, you know, really fast paced with like 50 images or something. That takes hours to sync. And so we realized that if we can make really solid templates for photographers to just come in and then drop their own content from their phone, they don't have to send it to us, um, kind of create it on their own, but we can consistently keep providing things, you know, new templates that are trending and audios that are doing well. And sometimes we'll have the same audio with two different options for different templates that you can pair. Um, that's how social templates was born. And um, I think, you know, it's been just like really great resource for photographers. And a lot of photographers have been telling us that they weren't making reels before starting, you know, using our templates just because it was felt really overwhelming. It felt like a really big time commitment. And this is like really easy. You just select the content from your phone and you can have a reel done in less than 10 seconds, you know? Yeah, you know, no, it's awesome. Like I, when I use them, I feel like, oh, this is so simple. So like, you know, from the beginning of our conversation of organizing your behind your content early on, so you have a folder that just, you know, is like videos for reels. And then you open up Instagram, pick, go to the page that is just for members only. Like you, if you're looking for it, it says, you know, it's restricted. Mm -hmm. But once you become a member, it, it gets all unlocked to you. And then you can um, basically make a reel in like two minutes. So you put your video or however you want to do it. And then you put in as many photos as you want. And then you, you know, you uh, do cover and then you do your content and then you hit share and it's literally done. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. Like, it's so good because one, it's specific for me. It's specific for my wedding photography business. And that's what I need. Like I have stuff for tea with Janae, like that's separate, you know, like they're not the same business and it's not the same content. 
So like tea with Janae, I do like funny reels. I do audio reels and make like an idiot out of myself, which I love. And then for my business, it's for my photography business. I want to be more polished, more elegant and fun in myself. Uh, but behind the scenes, it's where it's at for me. So I love the format of me working and then the and then the afters, right? It's a little bit of both behind the scenes and before and afters. So working and using social templates for my own self, it's been about two, two, two months now, maybe three months while this when this goes up. Like it's just awesome. I love it. So thank you for making that. <laughs> I'm smiling so hard right now because like this makes me so happy. Like it makes my heart so happy because that is like the reason we created this. You know, I mentioned burnout and um, you know, my little spiral when I <laughs> in 2016 yeah. as like a business owner and a mom. And my goal has always been like, how can we, you know, streamline things and make it easier and not make social media so overwhelming for these artists and creatives who are already juggling so much. So just hearing you be like excited about like, it's easy and it's fast. And I'm just really excited to hear that. So thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And it's like, the hardest part is picking which one to use. (laughs) Like Like that's really it. And you know what you were saying before, like you ask, you know, you ask your members like what they want, but you also have to guide us into what we should use. You're very good at that. You always have polls and you're, you're very open to suggestions. And even I was having an issue um, recently where when you stay in the Instagram app, it has its kinks, like you have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But one of the things was like my images are Uh, could be a four by three ratio. And you gave me this great tip of how to like edit it in the phone. So I didn't have to go back in the Lightroom. And it's just the fact that you're a photographer, you were a photographer and understand what apps I'm using is very helpful because I feel like when I use um, sort of memberships or things in other spaces and they're not photographers, like it's a different language, right? Like we have our Mm -hmm. own Mm-hmm. A vernacular. We have our own <laughs> things that we understand, like call and you know edit and you know Lightroom. So it's really wonderful, and I, ha- I highly recommend it. So I'm, you know, I was thrilled oh. to have you on the show because one, I wanted, you know, Reels is really important, which we've established. It's not going anywhere, which we've also established. But also making them doesn't have to be a pain in the butt. You know, like this, your service is helping photographers out there immensely and and thank you so much for doing that Mm, thank you so much for saying that honestly like I am even more excited for this year and like what we can do with the templates and how we can help um the community so thank you so much for sharing your experience that's amazing definitely definitely so before I let you go and we wrap things up you know let's sort of just break it down into like the top three tips we can give our listeners today so when we end the show they can they can move their business forward i always like to end each show with some tangible tips and actionable advice it's the whole reason we're here so you know maybe like top 3 takeaways they can take away from today's episode you know what should they do when it comes to reels right now all right so number 1 film everything film absolutely everything film yourself editing at the computer film behind the scenes Start building up your, um, you know, your backend uh, gallery of videos that you can use. I think that's the most important. And the biggest complaint I hear from photographers, we don't have enough content to work with. So start filming 
everything. You don't know, never know when you're going to need it. Um, create sneak peeks and previews, uh, reels as soon as you're done with the session. So that will help you create organic, natural engagement and will bring people to your page right away. If you can do that, I think you will really see an in- increase in just your engagement overall and then potentially even inquiries. So create sneak peeks, just little ones. They don't have to have a ton of photos. Put six photos in there and I think you're good. And then focus on shooting better quality content of, you know, just the little things we talked about. Uh changing, you know, your camera roll to 60 frames per second and slowing down and being intentional about what you record behind the scenes. So I think those are those are my my um biggest ones for how you can improve reels right away. I love it. Yeah, I mean you guys if you're listening on your phone, just open up your phone app, change those settings and you're already on your way to better better video. <laughs> <laughs> so it's already like halfway there. Angela, this has been so wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Definitely have to have you back again soon. Um, But before I let you go, let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you, your services, uh, becoming a member, and how can they say hello online? Um, So we are at socialtemplates.co on the web. Um, You can subscribe to join our community there, socialtemplates.co. Uh, super easy. And then on Instagram at socialtemplates.co as well. So it's all the same. We're just socialtemplates.co across all the platforms. And then once you sign up, you get access to a private account that will give you access to all the templates. Right. Um, and, and then they, how many, uh, how often are the templates updated? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we up- upload new templates every single week. Um, usually we'll get between 24 to 30 new templates a month. Um, so there's always, you know, consistently every week, there's something to choose from. And we do add variety that fits like family photographers and weddings and engagements. So you're not necessarily if you're a wedding photographer going to get 30 wedding templates, but there's always something new for you each week to choose from. So yeah, there's something in there for everybody, which I love. And all these links will be in the show notes. You guys can swipe on up, click on the links and let Angela know you listened to today's episode. And also when you guys sign up with the links in the show notes, when you use the code Janae at checkout, you guys get one free month of social templates. So thank you for offering that to our listeners and making that possible. And we can't wait for you guys to try it out. I know you're going to love it. And Angela's here for you guys. And it's a great, I just, I'm so obsessed with it. I was like, nobody thought of this. And I'm so glad it's here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Janae. Thank you so much for having me today too. Like this is incredible. Yeah, this is a great talk and hopefully come back soon. We'll talk to you later. guys i hope you liked today's episode i want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to angela for being our wonderful guest today i'm so excited you were here i absolutely love the social templates co and if you guys want to sign up and find out more about it you get your first month free when you use the code janae at checkout just swipe on up click those show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode all right you guys i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye